Simon, uh, sorry, when me, you and Simon and Lisa were talking about this whole concept now of how people are fearful, right? They're, they're, they're hyper fearful, right? And when people are fearful, they do nothing. And the reason that they are doing nothing is because they feel safer by doing nothing. And it's like, right, right now it's one false move and I, I could be dead. If I do something, I go somewhere, I bump into somebody, people are like literally looking at each other now as, as if like you're the one that's infected and you're going to kill me and my family if like I go anywhere near you, right? That's kind of what's going on up here. So we're all fearful. This is the Paul Goff audio experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. Hello, everyone. It's Becca here. I'm the implementation coordinator here at Paul Goff Media, and I help business owners just like you around the world with their marketing. And today, I'm very excited to bring you this episode of the Paul Goff Audio Experience. In today's podcast, you'll be tuning in to one of our first Front Desk Superstars calls. Back in April, we had a member from our community come on the call and ask how he could convert patients better on the first phone call. He understands the importance of being sensitive when money is tight, but he wants to make sure that he can still help as many patients as possible. Barry answers this question first, explaining the traditional sales strategy of how you need to sell them the outcome they want, while Paul explains a concept he learned from an FBI negotiator that goes against everything he has ever taught. So make sure you tune in to the end to hear what this is. If you like this podcast, I have one favour to ask you. Please share this podcast with one other business owner that you know would benefit from content just like this. That's all I have for you today. Thanks so much. Yeah, so now I have a different question for this week. Yeah, sure. Um, so now I'm, you know, the advertising, Facebook advertising is going really well. Uh, plenty of submissions for back pain reports, discovery visits, even phone consultations. So that's going well. Um, for some people, when it comes down to booking a session, uh, you know, price is talked about at the very end, everything's good, everyone's happy. Um, so then once price is brought up, I throw all the closes that I can think of, of course, in the context of the situation. But a few times I've been hit with, um, that's fine, like I, I totally get it, I want to do this, I just really need to call you back to figure out my finances. Uh, I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Brooklyn got, uh, well, New York City got hit really hard. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people have been either out of jobs or working like project jobs where, you know, they may have a job for a day to do X, Y, Z, and then the next day they maybe can't. Um, so my real question is for those people who do that, and I've had quite a few people who said, this is great. I just really need to figure out my finances. I'll either call you today, tomorrow, whatever it is. Um, is it one of those that I just didn't sell them enough or should I let them be and just say like, okay, fine, just figure it out and then get back to me. Um, I think in a, not in a normal scenario, um, again, going back to what it was when it was um, a while back, we, we'd maybe try and come up with an objection. Um, but it, it, what I, all I would ask right now is, is, is basically saying to them um, is going back to make sure that what's the question that I'm looking for here. I would make sure that we've, we've answered any questions. So look, um, is, there any, is there any questions that I've not answered right now? 
um, and make sure that there's nothing, there's no stone unturned. But if they need to look into finances, I would let them go and um, because you don't know what the scenario is right now. And again, if, if they are hyper emotional for it, um, I, would, I would personally let them go and get on another call. But when you get on another call, start again. Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah. That's, that's emotional level back up. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I've tried to come out. So if it was a finances thing, um, so I actually asked, and this was actually something that Paul said from a different call was that um, if you, like, if finances, wasn't an issue would you be okay to sign on with it like if, if it wasn't the money is there anything else aside from the money that's that's you're not informed about or that you have any questions about that's stopping you from making the decision today yeah so like i always try to knock that out because every time i've done that someone actually asked me another three to five questions about how, how everything would run that i maybe didn't cover um so that's i've been doing kind of like what you said just letting them go for the people who said I just really need to think about the finances. Yeah. And the other question that gets floated around, um, I guess, again, it, it, it's situational. Um, in, in most cases, um, and, and I've said this before when I've been on the phone, um, look, if we could get you the outcomes that you came on the, on the phone for, is money still an issue? Is the yeah. price still an issue? But the difference there is they're not saying that the price is expensive or the price is unreasonable or, that, uh, or anything like that. They're not objecting to the price. What they're saying is that they don't know physically due to the situation if they have the finances for it mm. um and that, that's that's a, that's a different matter entirely um so if they just if they said it look it's expensive then we could go back in with a well i always i always go in with a story of people who say it's expensive i've got a, a completely long-winded story because what i want to do is make people understand that they're buying the outcome they're not buying the process they're not buying the method um, and again, it's, it's, I'll, I'll shorten it, but it's a long-winded story about a guy who loves playing golf, came in, it was a year ago, picked up his first golf, I, I paint this big picture, picked up his first set of golf clubs when he was 14, loved playing golf, built his right life around golf in the golf community, um, he had his own parking space, he was a huge member of the community, um, couldn't play golf, not a case that he couldn't do, um, he couldn't reduce the amount of golf he played, he couldn't even walk to the car to drive to the golf course. Um, came to us, tried all of the, the kind of quick fixes like you do, um, came to us and basically we discussed price and his options. Um, he said like a light bulb went off in his mind and thought he's been looking at this whole process the wrong way. What he's been looking at is um, how, how much he wants to pay for PT, how much he wants to pay for the treatment and what the treatment is worth to him. And ultimately he decided that the treatment wasn't worth anything. What he wanted is to understand that he was going to get the outcomes. What he knew that if he invested in this, now he can't do the thing that he wants to do. If he invested in this, he is able to do the things he wants to do. So then it becomes, how much is paying for this? How much is the outcome worth paying for? How much is the outcome worth? And, and that's, the, that's the, the old way that we used to discuss it. But in, in this case, we would, just, we would just let them figure the finances out, let make sure, just make sure there's no unanswered questions, no stone unturned, Go back to them and say, have you figured it out? Like, we've got mm. payment plans. We can make it work. Um, let's just get you on a telehealth session. Let's try your first one out. If it's not reasonable, again, make sure that they understand that it's baby steps. Right now, we're not telling you to book in 16 sessions. We're telling you to book in one. Go back to what, what um, Joanne said. Um, right now, we might not be getting people back out there cycling. We need to look at little wins a lot with telehealth. 
So the first session is going to be a little win. Um, it's how can it's not how can we get you back out there on the bike in 16 or 18 sessions? It's how can we maybe get you feeling 10% less pain? Um, so again, just maybe shorten shorten the picture. Like, look, I'd be, I'd be, can we get you on one session? Yeah. Um, Barry, let me um, let me try and get involved in this. I was thinking. Um, this is everybody get ready to write this down but i'm going to talk you through it fast right we are in unconventional times right where a lot of the sales things that we've we've taught are kind of out the window for a couple of weeks right or, or on on hold if you like in terms of the strategies here's an alternative right he's an alternative to um pretty much everything i've taught you over the last three years right so just you know, put, put all of that on hold for for, for a while but it goes along the lines of this, and it comes from an FBI negotiator, right? And the, and the concept is this, and it'll become relevant. I'll, I'll bring it in to, to make it relevant in just a moment, but it, it's very interesting, and it's very applicable to the times that we're in. So when an FBI negotiator goes in and, and obviously is dealing with a guy with a gun who is holding it to the head of a hostage or is about to blow a building up or, or whatever, right? The last thing that they want to do is get them excited. The last thing that they want to do is to actually get them moving. They want to stop them from doing anything. So the concept of the teaching, there's an FBI uh, negotiator who teaches this stuff, and, it, and it's, um, it's actually to elicit a no, right, fast. And in specific situations when people are fearful, getting a no is better than getting a yes, right? And honestly, I was talking about this this morning briefly, if you remember, um, Simon, uh, sorry, when me, you and Simon and Lisa were talking about this whole concept now of how people are fearful, right? They're, they're, they're hyper fearful, right? And when people are fearful, they do nothing. And the reason that they are doing nothing is because they feel safer by doing nothing. And it's like, right, right now it's one false move and I, I could be dead. If I do something, I go somewhere, I bump into somebody people are like literally looking at each other now as as if like you're the one that's infected and you're going to kill me and my family if like i go anywhere near you right that's kind of what's going on up here so we're all fearful and when we're fearful we stop we don't do anything we don't want to move right so in a sales situation here we could adopt this approach and i'm backing it up if you like first with, with a, an understanding of the situation of where we are, where are your human beings, right? So I'm listening to what you're saying there in New York. People have lost their jobs. They're even more fearful. It's the epi uh, center, if you like, of the uh, virus in the United States. They're even more fearful, right? And when they're fearful, they don't like doing things. That's the average human being. So here's the question, right? Understanding that, that the last thing I want as an, as an FBI negotiator is you saying yes. Because you saying yes is associated with moving. And I don't want you moving because you moving is excited. You, you're going to get excited and you could do something stupid like pull a trigger. right? You could get angry if you're moving. You could get angry uh, or annoyed. If you get into that state, you're going to do something stupid. So the goal of the FBI negotiation is actually to calm them down and stop them from doing anything. And they do it with what they call the no set. If they can get the person with the gun in their hand to say no, they become more calm. What we've been taught in sales conventionally is get people to say yes, they start moving, and then they buy from you, right? That's the oldest time version of selling. 
I'm wondering if in this situation, and here it is, I've literally just wrote it down in the last few seconds for you, right? This is the type that you might, and, every, and, and I'm not saying this is going to work. I'm saying it's got a shot. Because if your old version isn't working, well, then we've got to come up with something that, that does, at least for us to try, right? So here's the question. Everybody write this down. I'll, I'll read it a few times. Hey, uh, Dave. So, so this is the context. Dave has said no to you because of the price. And, and I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll come back to you, Danny. I promise you I'll call you back. I'll call you back, right? It's what they all say. Dave, I completely respect it. I get it. You want to call me back. However, I'm wondering, would it be such a bad idea for us to get started? Then decide after the first session if you want to continue. Listen to it. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's poetry. <laughs> I'll say it again. Understand the context. Oh, so let's put let's put ourselves in in Dave's shoes, right? Dave, New York, Dave, right? Um, he's up there and he's fearful and he's frightened. He's losing his job. And uh, in fact, I'm going to call him. Are you in New Jersey or New York? Are you in New York? New York. I'm Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. New York. Well, it's it's close to New Jersey. So let's call him Frankie, right? Well, because I I like the Jersey boys, right? Let's call this guy Frankie, right? So Frankie wants to come in, and he and he uh he, he knows he needs treatment, right? And he knows he needs to do it, but he also knows he's just lost his job or he's about to, and he also knows his wife's going to kick his ass if he spends two hundred dollars on this thing on the phone with you, right? So he's fearful as shit. Then, he, then he's got this thing in the background going, more people are getting infected or dying, right? Or whatever. All of this is going on. It's creating hyper fear. And he knows he wants this thing. So now he's confused and he's thinking, oh, I, I do want it. I just need, I need to stop for a minute and think about this situation, right? That's kind of what they're saying to you when they need to pause. They're basically saying, I'm moving too fast, Danny. I want it, but I, I'm moving too fast. Great. Great. I get it. Frankie, I get it. I get it. However, so the calmness comes into your voice. However, would it be such a bad idea for us to get started, then decide after the first session if you want to continue? Stop. The only answer he can give you is what? Well, either yes or no, right? It's very unlikely to say anything but no. Why? I've just explained it. Because when people are fearful, they say no. They feel safe. But now listen to the question. Would it be such a bad idea for us to get started? No, it wouldn't. Okay. Do you want Thursday at three or Friday at two? You feel it? Yeah, that's great. Thanks. I have four more discovery visits today. I have a thing when I use that. <laughs> Again, right? I, I, I'm being open and honest with you all, right? Normally, I come from, I know this, I know this works. And the only reason this one won't work is because you won't execute it right. Right now, till, Janu till July the 1st, everything is up in the air. And I don't honestly know. I don't know. Now I'm using my understanding of human behavior and everything I've ever studied over the last 10 years to guide me through this situation. So far, I'm doing all right with it. And this is another one of those where I'm going, hang on, fearful, frightened, jobs, hypersensitive, <gasps> fast. Oh, hang on. I'm not quite sure. Great. Slow him down. Would it be such a bad idea? Would it be a bad idea 
for us to get started together and then decide after the first session if you want to keep going after that. They will stop for about a second and probably come back with, no, it wouldn't. And you say, great, I agree. Do you want to start tomorrow or Friday? You've just took away all of the all of the fear and all of the doubt and all of the oh, shit. I can't I can't get this wrong. Just decide after the first session whether or not you want to have a second session. If you do that with a, a sense of calm and and a, almost an antidote, if you like, to their hyper oh shit. Remember the FBI negotiators like this guy's got a gun in this girl's hand in her head, right? And he's like, the last thing that we want to do is to keep it moving. It's like slow this guy down. Slow this guy down. Like don't don't ask them to do anything. Don't ask them or get them to to do things, release hostage, nothing. At this point, it's just start getting them to calm down. And that's what you've got here. You've got a hypersensitive situation going on around you. And people saying yes is the equivalent of moving. And if they're moving, it's like, oh no, if I'm fearful, I just want to stay stuck. But we've got to get them moving without them feeling fearful. So would it be such a bad idea for us to get started? Then decide after session one if you want to continue. Stop. They'll say no. Nine out of ten will say no, it won't be a bad idea. You'll say great. Let's go. Friday at two, Thursday at five. Which one do you want? Again, it's tactical, but there's a lot of science and kind of principle based behind it. Um, if the old way isn't working, what have we got? You know, what have we got to lose? Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much, Paul. You're Very. Welcome. Thank you. You're Paul, welcome. Great. Great to see you again, Danny. I feel like me, me, it's like it's like a long lost brother me and you right now, Danny. I'm I'm speaking to you more times than I I speak to anybody else in 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 my family. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.